Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. So today I have a special guest, Grant Cohn. He's going to be on today's episode and then the next two days as well. Also, you can check all out all these videos on his channel as well. Um, but Grant, want to say what's up to everybody real quick before we get going? What's up? How you doing, man? Good to see you, Matt. Yeah, I'm excited to be talking about some stuff. We got So we got three topics we're going to be talking about tonight. But like I said, they're going to be coming out three different days. For this segment, though, we're going to be talking about something that, I mean, it sucks to talk about, but it's definitely coming up a lot. Um, if anyone watched the Matt Mayoko, John Lynch interview, things are pretty weird in the 49ers just facility right now. And Javon Kinlaw just made a post on his Instagram story. Um, it might be related to John Lynch's comments. Not exactly sure. It could be related to, you know, the quarterback situation in San Francisco, but it seems like things are pretty messy. Um, what do you say? Uh, Kinlaw? Kinlaw came out and here, let me pull up real quick. He basically said it was it was after the here one second. I'm not on Instagram. I should be. <clears throat> he said a game within a game, period. Sucker shit in this business, period. So I don't know, I don't know what it's about, but it was like right after because cause Lynch said, like, oh, we've been disappointed in the 2020 draft class. Or didn't say like word for word, but that's what he was inferring. And wow. kind of talked about him. We've Goodness. seen and we've seen the way that Ayuk's been been dealt with this year. Um, Grant, I don't know how much you know about man Ayuk. I I love Grant Ayuk. He's one of my favorite yeah. players. I thought I thought he was going to be the clear one A this year. Did not see this Debo Samuel emergence coming, but even with that, you got to get Brandon Ayuk the ball more, and that's that's my opinion. But what do you think about this stuff? It's pretty frustrating, I think, for all 49er fans right now. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the 49ers haven't articulated a plan for this season. So I would I feel like this angst in the locker room was inevitable. Like, who's the quarterback? What are we doing? What is our offense? What is Kyle doing? The defense looks good, but the offense isn't doing anything. Uh, I, I could I, Football players don't want to waste a year. If Kyle Shanahan's plan was, well, it's kind of a throwaway year. We'll see what Jimmy can do. But my plan for Trey kind of starts next year or the year after that. I just wasting people's time. There's a lot of vets on this team. I don't think vets are going to be excited about Kyle Shanahan if he's anything less than, you know, 100% engaged. Uh, and I feel like everyone can kind of agree that he's hasn't given his best yet. That I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's in a slump. I don't know what's going on, but he used to be better, I think. And I don't know what this is right now, but really since he lost that Super Bowl, he hasn't been particularly confident in what he's doing. And, and his decisions are what he wants to do, what his vision for the team. And when he drafted Trey Lance, I think people thought like, wow, what a confident move. You moved up to three. You must have, you must just love this kid. You must really think he can fit in your offense and, and take it to new heights. But from all we heard, I mean, they traded up before they know who they wanted. They haven't let him run Kyle Shanahan's offense. Again, like, what do you want to do? What are, what are you confident in moving forward? It's hard to say. Yeah, it's it's definitely been weird. And one thing I'll bring up too is like anytime you lose three games in a row, it's gonna get really frustrating. That's true. And I and I think that's in every sport. I'm also a San Diego Padres fan. I don't know how much you follow baseball, Grant, but the Padres had like one of the biggest second half collapses in MLB history. And things got pretty frustrating. You know, yeah, they fought everyone wants their GM fired. They already fired yeah. their manager. You know, they want certain guys DFA'd cut. That's what yeah. happens when you lose. Um, sports are always going to be, you know, a business where all that matters is the results. Um, and it, it, it's frustrating, I think, because 
on one hand, like we've seen Kyle with also, also losing, losing three straight football games is like losing 18 straight baseball games or something like that. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Well, because in football, every Sunday is like it's like the end of the world after the game. Like if oh, you yeah. on Twitter after a loss, and it could be like like for instance after the Cardinals lost, because I thought it was like, hey, you held the Cardinals offense to a lot. Yeah. A lot of things alike for. What did you Lance. expect? You thought you were gonna beat the yeah. Cardinals? Yeah. And and like it was frustrating because it felt like they should have won, but then you go on right. Twitter and it's like, oh, like let's get rid of everyone, clean house, yeah. the entire roster, all the coaches. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But like, I feel like I feel like okay. Kyle's been in a in a funk too yeah I, I really do because i'm i've always liked kyle shanahan a lot um a lot of people have not really been questioning but there's been some adjustments like made defensively to his scheme throughout the league um daniel jeremiah and bucky brooks did a segment on a, a while back just talking about like they were like defending it like hey like you know this happens every every few years like teams are going to make adjustments we remember that with the rpo mm-hmm. with uh you know running quarterbacks and, mm-hmm. and the zone read stuff like that so there have been some adjustments made, but there's also been some questionable play calls, I think. Um, and I, I try not to be like the the couch coordinator, but like there has been some weird stuff. You'd agree, right? Yeah, I mean, his his handling of not having a kicker against the Seahawks was baffling. I mean, kicking the attempting field goals and extra points with a punter. <laughs> weird decision. And then the next week, going for it five times on fourth down. He'd never done anything. I'm not, I mean, I'm sure he could say that there were some analytics that justified the decision, but that was out of character. He'd never done anything like that before. And it was unnecessary. I could understand coming into the game thinking, man, we're going to give up 35. That's the best offense in the league. We got to do stuff like this. But in the fourth quarter, you de- your defense had demonstrated that it was doing a great job against a division opponent it had seen before. And you went for it on fourth and four rather than punting and pinning the Cardinals deep in their own territory, really weird decision. So that's why you look at this team and you're like, well, they really could be five and zero right now, but I mean, they outgained the Cardinals outgained the Seahawks and we're beating the, the Packers with 37 seconds left, but they really mismanaged those three games and who mismanaged them? The coach. It's not good. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, I, so do you think that it's – who does it fall mostly on, like these pot- potential locker room problems? Because I don't think it's a guarantee, but it definitely feels like, you know, there's some frustration in the building. Is it all on Kyle? Is it partially on Kyle? Is it on only Kyle and John, or or who is it on? Well, I think it's an impossible question to answer because the 49ers have not been transparent about the division of power mm-hmm. inside their organization. They won't say who does what between Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and Adam Peters – they won't say. And so Jed York may know, or maybe he doesn't. I think if it's an impossible question to answer, and if you decide that one needs to go, I think all of them need to go. If you're going to try to pick and choose which guy was responsible for what, I think it's like a fool's errand. If if it's if they're a team, that you brought them in as a team, they're a team, and if it's not working, bring in a new team. That's what I would do. Yeah, and and you look at like some like just the root of their problems. I, I think a lot of it, like we like I brought up the Kinlaw tweet. I think players are a little bit frustrated, and it feels like there maybe there is some trust issues. Um, maybe and and like looking back on it too, like we've seen Kyle, uh, and Usechek and Kittle and those like there are some guys that really really like Kyle, and I think most of the team loves him. Trent Williams. It was rumored that he got more, potentially more or close to the amount that the Niners offered him from the Chiefs. And basically came back like directly to Kyle Shanahan and said, hey, 
Like, let's get it done. Let's figure mm-hmm. this out. I want to play with you. Mm-hmm. So it seems like for the most part, there's been that. But as a full organization and just looking at some of their past moves, um, I would get if you're a frustrated player. Like, right. if you're a player and you're like, wow, like you guys. I don't think Kinlong and Kyle are super close. I don't think Ayuk and Kyle are super close. I know he has his buddies on the team, but not everyone's in that inner circle. Oh, I agree with that. And I mean, Dante Pettis, I think is different because I don't, I don't think he was a great player, but you could definitely right. put him into that. Like he got in the doghouse and was gone. Akello, I mean, yeah. the Niners have, and I, I like Akello, but like he's definitely struggled throughout his NFL career, but like they could have used him as a depth piece at corner, you know, right. like, like, so there's a lot of things and it's hard to like go and like really like nitpick everything when like, for the most part, it doesn't seem like there's been so many issues. But all of a sudden, this year, it seems like there's been a lot. And it also, I would say, like, it wasn't just starting when they lost. The Ayuk stuff was coming into the season. The questions around True. Jimmy and Trey Lance were coming into the season. So it feels True. like this year, it's a little bit different. Every year, you're going to have different players as well. So a little weird stuff there as well. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, anything else you want to add to this? Just this, these locker room issues? I think it's interesting that you said th- 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 these were issues that were there coming into the season. You're right. Uh, not picking a quarterback. What's going on with Brandon Ayuk? Is he not playing well? Is it Trent Sherfield that's playing better? There's no coherent message. Um, in the quarterback case, they wanted to do two quarterbacks. Then, no, they just want to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. In Ayuk's case, he had a hamstring injury. No, Sherfield's playing great. No, Ayuk isn't playing well enough. They can't get their story straight, and I think from the locker room to the fans, people are starting to be like, what the hell is going on? And it's one thing to be losing in year one or year two of a new regime, but when you're in year five, the pressure is so much higher. No more excuses, and I think you're starting to see what it would look like if this season went south. It hasn't gone south yet. They're two and three. They're probably going to win this week. But if they lost this week, do you understand how toxic it would get? Not to mention, it's a primetime game. It's also yeah. Sunday Night Football. So, like, that's not just 49er fans. That's the entire – that's America, that's right. like, freaking out about it. And Jed does erratic things when Niners – when the Niners lose games at home on national television. He does stuff. He inserts himself into the drama. So, maybe he'll tweet. We'll see. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. But that is going to do – we apologize? Him. And people will say, Jed, where's the apology? Where's the apology? You already know if they lose. Don't lose. Because they could, man. Indy, I don't think they're as bad as their record shows. The Niners, yeah. I think they pretty much are going to take every team down to the wire this year. I mean, they're not putting anyone away with this offense. So we'll see. It yeah. may come down to Joey Sly or whatever that guy's name is. I don't yeah. even know his name. No, you got it right. Okay. Sorry. He, was a, he was a Panther. I remember him a yeah. few years ago. He, had, he, yeah. he has a boot, actually, but he'll he'll miss him. He'll go wide left, All wide right. He's extremely important. <laughs> yeah, but – that's going to do it for this segment. Um, Grant's going to come on the next couple of days, so make sure to check those out. But thank you for talking about this, Grant. Really interesting stuff. Um, and, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating from, I think, everyone's standpoint. I think everyone's starting to see it. And if maybe if there's more transparency, it doesn't look like this, but it definitely doesn't feel like there has been. And it definitely feels like both fans and players are are frustrated in, in a similar way right now. And there's, so, like, there's no transparency because they're, it seems like they're trying to hide the fact that there's no plan. It's like the Wizard of Oz, you know, it's like what's behind the curtain? Nothing. A very small, like what? Nothing. You're hiding the fact that there's nothing there. So that's the, that's the, the big uh, scare right now. Yeah, definitely. So thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you very soon.